postgame coverage of BYU football continues with the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Economics Partners, a national leader in business valuation services. Learn more at econpartners.com. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Kalani Sitake will be joining us from his locker room area. Kalani, can you hear us? Gotcha. There we go. Good stuff. Well, Kalani, congratulations on a seventh season opening win and your eighth game as BYU head coach. Thank you. It wasn't pretty, but uh, for the defensive guys, it was really pretty, you know, but the... uh I'm just glad we got the win. I thought we had, I, like, I don't know if you heard the press conference. I just No, we did not. Yeah, I just I felt like we had way too many long faces in the locker room, uh, which is a good sign that if you win and guys are upset about the way they perform, specifically on the offensive side, that's a good sign that uh, I've seen this offense play much better So uh, against this defense that got the shutout. So we, we, we need to find some way to, to get, get back to our, our old selves and, and – uh, Luckily, we were able to get the win, and so we, we find, for me, it's like I, I have a lot of trust and belief in our guys. Uh, we just got to find a way to make sure we play more consistently. What long faces? What are we talking about, man? Yeah. Coach, I'm going to go home, and I'm making a shirt. If I'm if I'm on this defense, I'm making a shirt that says 14 nothing, big old zero. You bring in a new defensive coaching staff. You bring in a bunch of new defensive personnel, and... They pitch a shutout, Coach. You you know, I've been a part of a lot of defenses, and I, I haven't seen a lot of shutouts. It's not easy whether it's Sam Houston or any other team. You've got to be really proud with that big zero that was on the scoreboard. Of course, and I, and I, I want to make sure that we praise the guys that did that did it right, you know, and, and that, that's the, uh, the defense played lights out. They played lights out. I was really pleased with the way they tackled. I mean, the fact that we were so physical – during fall camp, and it paid off in the way that we tackled. And, and uh, we used a bunch of different guys, even in defensive backfield, especially at safety. I thought they came in and did did a great job at, at um, with assignments on football, played with great technique. Um, you know, I, I can't complain about what they've done. I, I think uh, for the amount of times that we've we put them in bad situations and try to get, you know, uh, with the, our offense, we punted so many times. I'm glad Rico flipped the field for us, but... Um, we've got to get things better on our offense. They know that, but I want to make I want to make sure that they uh, are happy with the win. They they obviously can't be happy with their performance, but uh, you got to be happy with the win. And then you know that you can make improvement from week one to week two. And we've seen this offense, like I said before, that have been explosive and may put up a lot of big plays on this defense that just got the shutout tonight. So it, we've had some really good back and forth. I think that. Uh, Obviously, the defense had a, a better showing tonight, which is we're, we're really fortunate that happened. Um, but for your right hands, for, for all the, the new scheme, the new system, the new techniques, uh, and some of the new bodies, I, I thought uh, Jay and his staff did an amazing job. Um, we, we played some for really sure. good special teams, except for the one fake that that I insisted on getting. So, whoops, you know that, that's a. <laughs> but I'm glad I'm glad the defense was able to respond. I just liked the demeanor and the overall attention that the defense has there's just a sense of urgency to go make a play when 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 the fail of uh, the failed uh, fake punt happened i didn't see a bunch of guys like upset about it. they just got on the field and, and went went ahead and just got the ball back for us and jacob robinson eddie hecker those guys played great games cam garrett played great games you know so all those guys did an amazing job and i'm, I'm glad that uh jay and his boys played well tonight 
you know, Ryan Rico's always been one of the best punters in the country, but sometimes he doesn't get enough punts to show up in the averages. And in some way, we hope he doesn't. But on a night like tonight, it's tough to average 53.2 on nine punts. But that's how consistent he was tonight. He was booming. I mean, a long of 65. He had a 64. And he really never gave Sam Houston the short fields they might feel they needed uh, to get back in the game. They did have the fake punt that did give them a short field. But then J-Rob snuffs that out with the pick. Either way, Ryan was exactly the weapon you need him to be as a field position guy. Yeah, and I, I made the mistake last year of saying that we didn't, probably didn't use him enough, and, and I should have never said that, you know. So, that just, yeah, just, so I think we've used them enough now. Game one, one game, that's enough, Ryan. Just take a seat. Let's get let's get more um, more uh, points on the board and get him holding the ball for us on PAT and field goals. But yeah, it's just listen. I, I'm happy we got the win. Now, is there room for improvement? Of course. Right, but but the guys have got to understand that we we've been through some adversity. We can get through it, and we've had some new bodies on the field. Um, we had some guys that hopefully will heal and get ready to go next week. That have a lot of experience for us, um, and I think that's going to really help out. All, all that all, all that taking place will be good for us, and we've had we've had to handle some really uh, tough things. And you know, I, I, our, our our tight end um, Tavatase. He just learned that his father passed away this morning, mm. and we had a really rough time with, you know, obviously him grieving, and we wanted to be there for him. But uh, what a special moment for our team to, to rally around him and and for him to play tonight. You know what I mean? I I, uh, I know that uh, it was kind of an emotional night for the guys, and um, but but you know we've got to find ways to um, to keep relying on loving each other and taking care of each other and and, and making sure that. Um, we perform better, but when it's all said and done, you know we've had we've had to handle some loss, and that's that's okay. We 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 uh, we have this belief that we'll we'll see our family again. Um, you know, the Papinga family obviously losing um, Brady, losing his son uh, 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 Julius, and so yeah. um, that that's that was hard on 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 K-pop, and um, you know that that's that's some rough things. But um, the human part of us, we want to make sure that these guys know that we're here for them. Football is a fun game and all that, but uh, more than anything, I was I was really happy to see the brotherhood stick together and rally around their guys, and and um, you know we rallied around and got the win. So uh, I think we'll find ways to perform better next week. I'm looking forward to it and looking forward to getting. I mean, A Rod and, and Fessy and the group are going to go to work right now, so uh, we got to find ways to get get better. I know that you present uh, game balls um, in the locker room. Did did the did the guys you mentioned tonight? Did they did they factor into to game ball presentations for more than just football? What was that like tonight when you were? Yeah, I, I mean, I mentioned Jay Hill, so we highlighted three people: um, Jay Hill, um, Jacob Robinson, and and uh, Ryan Rico. Okay. And uh, I thought those guys played really well. I thought you know L.J. Martin did some really good things too. Um, and then you know taking care of the football, the offense did that. So I was happy that they took care of the football. We didn't give up. Um, you know, didn't give up any turnovers, which is nice. Um, but like I said, the, the uh, I think everybody we're at BYU, so everyone thinks offense first. So there's not a lot of happy people. But but I promise you, we'll get it fixed. Hey, Kalani, how do you decipher who's going to get those carries? L.J. Martin's in, ends up with 16 carries. Aiden Robbins has seven carries. How tough is it to make those decisions, and and what really leads up to that decision? Well, I think when when LJ was in the game, is just looking for a spark and someone that can do that. And I I, I 
sometimes that, that, that puts so much attention on the guy that's carrying the ball when it's the guys up front blocking that, that could really help us out too. You know, but uh, I think once he, he we had some momentum, he was actually seeing the field really well. And, and uh, Sam Houston does some unique things on defense. Uh, and so I think he was seeing it. He was seeing a lot of the open gaps. And um, and, and the proof is what he did with the, with the ball. You know, he, he ran for a lot of yards and took care of the football and was he ran physical, you know. And I think, um, I think we have those three guys can run the ball. I think when you have... You know, LJ and Aiden and Dion; those guys can run the ball. So, it's, sometimes we're going to need it by committee, and sometimes we're going to rally around one guy that we feel has got the hot hand. Um, it's just nice having three guys that we know can play. And you know, as, as, as soon as we find out how soon Folau, uh Hinkley, Rapati can get back, we'll we'll, we'll have to evaluate that. But I, I think we have we have a lot of capable um, guys that can carry the ball. We just need to find ways to get get big plays from the from the, the run game as well. And you had some big plays or big play guys in the past game not go for you tonight in Keanu Hill and Cody Epps. Yeah, I mean, those guys have played so many snaps for us, especially Kibo has done so many things for us. He just wasn't feeling it, and neither was Cody in pregame. Um, and then I think I think Cody would have done and Kibo would have played if we not held him out, and we just felt like um, they weren't ready to go. Our, our training room felt like, hey, this is would be putting him at a lot of risk, and um, yeah, so that, I think that was a little bit of a change up, and, and um, having those guys could be helpful. But I thought the guys that played in there did, did some really good things too. I thought Darius and and Keelan and, and Isaac did some good things. We just got to keep, we just got to find ways to get consistent. It wasn't when we, it seems like when we're getting momentum, all of a sudden a penalty. Yep. Um, you know, we find ways to shoot ourselves in the foot, and it seems like whenever we're getting things going, then you know we just couldn't couldn't get the good rhythm and and. Um, and that's from the play caller and the coaches and then also the, the, the players on the field. So we need we need more sense of urgency. It's, I think you know, the, the guys are humbled now. You know, they, they realize that, that that stuff was put on film. And the good, the good thing is I know they're better than that. And the bad thing is that that was just one of our guaranteed 12 games that, that we could have done better. So that's okay. We, we'll, we'll figure it out. I, I feel a lot better figuring it out with a win. No doubt. No no uh, turnovers tonight. Uh, there were the eight penalties for 66 yards, things to clean up. We'll take a break. We'll come back and some concluding comments with Coach Kalani Sitake as we get to our economics partner's valuable stat of the game as well. On the other side, this is BYU Creamery, Cougar Post Game Coaches Show from Lavelle Edwards Stadium on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to Hans Olsen and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show continues. Visiting with Kalani Sitake, his Cougars defeat Sam Houston by a score of 14-0 tonight. Uh, Kalani, we share with our audience already all these numbers, but uh, we'll give them to you now, too. Some shutout stats. You want, are you okay for these? Yeah, let's do it. All right, uh, last BYU shutout for tonight came against Savannah State in 2014. That was 64 nothing. So this is, of course, your first shutout as a BYU head coach. Uh, the last FBS team BYU shutout was in Hawaii in 2012, 47 to nothing. And the last season opening shutout came here against Utah State in 1986, 52 to nothing. So it's been 37 years since a season opening shutout, and it came here at home. Hey, Kalani, did you notice none of those were 
during my time on the defensive <laughs> side. <laughs> yeah, the, the shutouts are hard, man. They're hard to get. And, um, yeah, I was really, really pleased. I mean, that Jay's done a great job. And um, being able to take the guys that we have come in and just – I just like the whole overall demeanor that, that that they took the field. I just like yeah. it. I like that that kind of a uh, doesn't matter what you do. We're going to find ways to get the ball back and, and and flip this thing around. And they it could have been easy any time during that during that the game where they could have just been like, "What we need some help here," but these guys didn't care. You know, they, they're looking for ways to score too. They're just like, "Let's get let's get some turnovers." And I just like I like that overall. I think. Um, Hansi said it before during the break that all those coaches have done an amazing job and I'm pretty proud of them. Sione Poha with the D tackles and K pop with the with the ends, Justin Endo with the linebackers, Gennaro with the corners and Jay's done a great job with the safeties, especially considering not playing with two of our safeties, you know, with yeah. injury. Well, BYU had allowed uh, 20 or more points in 15 straight games uh, coming into tonight. So even even teams like, you know, Southern Utah and FC, they were scoring a little bit. So these are tough to get. Let's get to our uh, Economics Partners Valuable Stat of the Game brought to you by Economics Partners. Whether for tax, financial reporting, or strategic purposes, when your business needs a valuation, the right partner is Economics Partners. Learn more at econpartners.com. And we're going to go with uh, third down defense tonight, uh, Kalani. Sam Houston was 2 of 14 on third down and both third down conversions came on the same drive. And so you were getting off the field more often than not tonight. Yeah, just uh, I, I felt like um, Jay was really on one, man. He, he was feeling it. We talked about the rhythm on the offensive side and how there was a lack of it. Jay had things. He, he, had, he was on top of it. He was focused. He knew when to bring pressure, when to drop in zones, when to play man when to do a different zone pressure. I mean, he was on on it. And, and uh, I liked that when I saw him in the zone. Just didn't have to do anything. He he had all in control. And, um, man, just, just really proud of the way that they performed and proud of the way that he called the game. I, I was really impressed with it. So back in the playing days, you get done with one of these late games, and you'd go home, and you'd beat your head against the wall, and you couldn't sleep, and then you'd end up watching some TV shows. As a coach... You get done with a game like this, are you able to go home, spin, do you jump back on film, do the coaches jump on film, like what happens after a game like this with the staff? I promise you all these coaches will have this game watched by the time the sun comes up. <laughs> so uh, that's just kind of what coaches do. You just It's never one of those things where you're like, hey, let's just sit on it. For, for me, it's like I want to find out. Was that a PI that I saw? Was that was that a hole that they called that they missed? Was it a face mask that they missed? You know, there's a lot of different things that I want to watch and see. I want to find ways that we can improve. I want to help out our team. So, all those coaches, I'm pretty sure A Rod's on it right now on the film, and I'm sure that whole group's trying to figure it out. I, I, I'm like I said, I, I have a lot of confidence in these guys. Um, obviously, we, they're not happy with the performance on the other side defense is really happy and they should be but there's a there's a lot of things that they they know they could do, they could have done better too we we had a lot of big plays man because they, they're doing so many quick throws that i i was I, I was me and jay were just thinking that a pick six is coming soon we just could feel it you know and uh the fact that we didn't get it this week hopefully we can get it next week well his corners played good kalani they really did and and I, I know they played well in coverage, but, man, they tackled well. That's what I was really excited about. 
Uh, Jacob Robinson, by the way, his career picks tonight, rather his interceptions tonight were career number five and six for him. And they were exceptional plays he made. Uh, the second one surprised me because I thought it hit the ground, but they reviewed it and gave it to him or kept it with BYU. Two outstanding plays by J-Rob. Yeah, he, he's a big-time playmaker. I, I, I said in the press conference before, a lot of people didn't challenge him much since he's been here, but these guys decided to challenge him. And, and um, you know, I, I think he's shown that he's a big playmaker, whether he's tackling somebody or or uh, finding a way to make a big play on the interception. And his coverage, just great coverage all around. I, I don't think they, they did much on him. You know, there were some positive things on the offensive side, too. You get in the late part of the third quarter and into the fourth quarter when you start running downhill, you put in L.J. Martin's hands and you start running between tackles a little bit, showing some power. You get down to the goal line and you power one through. There, there were still some good moments um, from this offense. Just looking at your offensive line, Kalani, how'd you feel like your five up front played? Yeah, I, that's, I, I had to watch the film, but there's a reason why we didn't do better, you know. And, and I think the uh, the mistakes that we made, the holding penalties, the um, I think the illegal chop block that was. I don't think that was on the running back. That was on the O line. But overall, man, it's just like they're way better than this, you know. And we've got to play better than this. So I. I anticipate them fixing uh, the, any of the issues and finding ways to get better and make, make big plays. Hey, how do you get an ineligible receiver downfield on Isaac Rex? <clears throat> uh, I think there was a miscommunication between the ref and, and our receiver. He was saying that, that the ref told him he was, he was fine as far as being off the ball, but apparently our receiver covered up Isaac. Yeah. And so when the ineligible receiver is the first to touch the ball, it's a loss of down situation. So yeah, we did. We we made the he had to be covered up. We just didn't think he would be in that situation. But yeah, th- there's no way he should be covered up. And, and I think there was a miscommunication. Was asking the ref, "Hey, are, are we good to do this or that?" You know, and that that was the that was the kind of a, some of the issues there. All right, so you bring in uh, an FCS team next week, and uh, your first objective is go win a football game and 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 improve in a lot of different areas. What really do you? expect and hope to see from your guys in a week from now, Kalani? Improve in all areas, in every every area from the first game. Uh, you can make a lot of improvement from week one to week two. Everybody knows this, and so I like to think that we're a better, uh, a different offense than what showed up to tonight, uh, other than the guys that took care of the football, right? But the uh, um, defensively, I like to think that uh, we can be even better than what we played because I know Jay's expecting that. And special teams, there's a lot of big plays that we we left on the field that I think we could have made as well. So the goal is to get better. It's not like Southern Utah is easy. I mean, they, they ASU barely beat them 24-21. Yep. So it's not like uh, they're, they're ready for this game. They had some extra time to heal, and, and uh, they played the game, I think, Thursday night. So they, now that we have the film on them, they have the film on us, we've got to go and evaluate it, put this one away, find ways to improve, and find ways to scout uh, uh, Southern Utah and, and when the T-Birds come to town. Our listeners already heard this tonight, but we'll throw it to you at the end here. Uh, Keaton Slovis had a couple of milestone moments. He went over 10,000 career passing yards on that first touchdown drive. And you probably already know that the uh, rushing touchdowns he scored tonight were the first two rushing touchdowns of his career in college. Yeah, I was surprised that he's played so much football and this was his first touchdown. And then he ended up getting two of them. But I like to see him throw more than, than run. So uh-huh. uh, he's good at throwing the ball. We'll get him back on track. And 
Uh, we'll get our, we'll hopefully get a couple more receivers back. But I, I felt like there were some really good things. We just got to get um, the rhythm going, and and that that's uh, stuff on the coaching star, uh, staff. We can get that fixed. And I have a lot of confidence that that we'll get the, this thing uh, back on track. Where our old selves on offense. You know, you put a lot of weight into Ethan Slade coming in at that safety position, taking over for Harper, who's out, and Talon Alfrey, who's out. And I felt like he showed up at times, Kalani. I felt like he, he had a couple of big hits. He set the edge a couple of times, forced pressure back inside to his teammates a couple of times. What would you think of Ethan Slade as he picked up the torch and tried to fill in for a couple of guys that weren't able to go tonight? Played really sound football. I, I was really pleased with all the safeties. And I think Ethan... Um, you know, tackled well, got everything lined up well. I mean, he just made some really good good plays. And, um, man, and then we, we were able to use uh, – Jay used a, a number of safeties in the game. You saw Tanner Wall was out there. I mean, obviously Malik and, and Ethan started the game, but uh, Tanner Wall made an appearance. Uh, Crew Wakely was out on the field as well, and you had uh, Raider DeMuy Raider. playing. Nice, nice tackle yeah. by Raider tonight. Yeah, so yeah. these guys, I mean, this is this is a – I like what Jay's doing. I, I feel really good with the uh, with the talent that we have and the way he's using him. Man, I'm, I'm just really looking forward to them playing even better. If you can imagine that. And so, um, you know, overall, all three phases will get better, and uh, hopefully, have a way better showing next week. Kalani, thank you, and congrats on the season opening win. We look forward to talking to you next week. Thanks, Coach. Hey, the Cougar Nation, thank you for being here. The 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 atmosphere is electric. You guys do a great job. I want to thank all the fans. Tell them I love them, and, and from our fan, our football family, we appreciate all you guys. We'll look forward to entertaining them more next week. Fifty nine thousand six in the stands on a fun Saturday night. Thanks again. That's Kalani Sitake, and that is the BYU Creamery Cougar post game coaches show.